If you want to catch us live every Sunday and Wednesday, go ahead and follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. We also record the podcast that you're about to listen to live on Twitch. So if you want early access to that, go ahead and click that notification bell. Never miss whenever we go live. Tell your friends. Again, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ and I got Keone with me. What is up in the air? Air. We are <laughs> what's up in the air. Uh we are through two weeks of the NFL season now. Feeling good. Feeling good. Uh we're, we're starting to learn a lot. Science. Um Keone, hmm. what is something that I you got right. You called it for week two. What's something you got right? Kyle Pitts is trash and remains trash in fantasy. <laughs> Very true. Um, that so I think I had him ranked outside again, like tight end twenty. He might have finished better than that, but still, like I, it's he's the point is he's they're not using him well. I think they tried to pass more um, this week, but to the detriment of other players, <clears throat> Tyler Algier, like, but. It's just Desmond Ritter is not a great passer. I know they ended up winning the game, but thanks to young way kickers matter hashtag like it's, but yeah, Kyle Pitts is not, it's just, he needs more to be a relevant part of the offense. And he's just, um, he's not, he's not doing it right now. And it's just yeah. partially it's, it's them partially it's him, you know, it's just unfortunate, but I called it. Uh, I got Mike Evans. I told you I was in our start of the week episode in the bit from last Thursday. I said, Mike Evans is a must start going forward. Um, I don't know why he was drafted so late, but if you drafted him, good for you. You came up a uh, second game with six receptions, went for 171 yards and caught another touchdown pass. Even with Baker Mayfield there, um, you can have the confidence in starting Mike Evans every single week. Uh, he's still the wide receiver one there over Chris Scott. Producer, yeah. Ian, producer Ian, you get anything? You have anything you want to brag about? Yes, I do. In my DFS article, I said Nico Collins was a steal this week. And he and was. He was. <laughs> uh, he was uh, so far wide receiver five. He had seven receptions, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I kind of called it with the. I didn't even think he was going to get a touchdown. I thought he was just going to get a lot of catches. Um, and yeah, he performed 268% of his, um, projection this week. He's projected for nice. like nine. He got 26 points. So nice. I'm proud of that. I think you did a good job overall in your, uh, your DFS picks, but yeah, yeah Nico yeah. Collins for sure hit. I'd have to look what? at the other ones. I did also say Houston Texans defense was a deep <laughs> sleeper, but mm. defenses, okay. you know, we kind of know what we get. Exactly. Flex on them, flex on them. Mm. All right, let's get into some news. I would have used Keenan Allen as my uh, my victory there, but um, he didn't finish as a wide receiver six. He's the wide receiver one at the time <laughs> of recording this. So, Keone, uh, sorry about that. You know, um, once I think you made the good argument, though, like when he said Eckler was going to be out. So I did move him up in my rankings because of that. 
Fair, um, fair. But and then one point during the during the fight, I thought you said he was going to be wide receiver one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just stuck with it. Dang. <laughs> All right, a little bit of news here. Rams running back Cam Akers was a healthy scratch on Sunday. Kyron Williams is his backfield now. Yeah, and Cam Akers doesn't know why, so that's that's interesting. Um, But yeah, it's Kyron Williams for sure. Uh, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson left early with a concussion. Um, Lots of concussions this week. So Mm -hmm. He hit his head hard, but I mean, got a touchdown, but still, like he hit his head hard. Yeah, um, and with the way that the concussions went last year, I expect anyone that goes into concussion protocol to be in there at least one week. So uh, if you were planning on starting Richardson, maybe find a replacement this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ravens wide receiver Odell Beckham left early with an ankle injury. He's old. He's old. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone was. I hope you weren't playing him. No, now with with Mark Andrews back, it's going to be Andrews and Flowers. So. Yeah. Uh, Lions running back David Montgomery left early with a leg injury. This one hurt. This yeah. one, this one hurt me. Like, cause he got, he had had a touchdown by then. Um, but it's just like, oh, this, you, he was a guy you, you know, went in. It's like, okay, you probably got him in a later round, but it's like, oh, I can actually rely on him, you know, as a starting guy. And now it's like, uh oh, it's a leg or thigh injury, whatever. And it's, it's, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, going into this week, you're like, oh, this guy's going to be top 15 every week. And he did enough to produce for you for this week. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, who knows where, where it's going to be going forward. Um, I guess Jameer Gibbs is yeah. those who have him. Yeah. Uh, Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney left early with a thigh injury. Uh, not a big deal for fantasy. Raiders wide uh, uh, wide receiver Devontae Adams left early. He's being evaluated for a concussion. Another guy with a concussion there. Um, you'll have to just uh, stay, keep up to date. Logan Thomas, commander's tight end, also has a concussion. Uh, Giants running back Saquon Barkley left early with what's to be- believed to be a sprained ankle. Uh, Wayne on mm. MRI. So um, just we'll keep you up to date with that one and and where he stands, but He's almost that whole offense there. I know. I was I was a little frustrated at the end of that game because, yes, they ended up winning. It's like, yay, great. Congratulations. You made a huge comeback. All that stuff. You lost your best player. Like, yeah. you know, he's going to be out for some time. The way he reacted on the sideline, he did not look happy. Frustrated. And so it's just it's like maybe take that with a grain of salt. Your win. Like, yes, great. Be happy. What have you. But there's bigger things at stake now that Saquon is injured. Yeah. Um, his x-rays came back negative, so they're just waiting on the hmm. MRI tomorrow. So, I mean, good sign, at least so, for bone structure. Yeah, nothing is broken, but we're still... Okay. It's it's said not to be a, a high ankle sprain. It's not believed to be a high ankle sprain. It's not believed to be terrible, but uh, he still might miss some time. Hmm. Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle left early being evaluated for concussion. Another guy where Oof. you were starting this guy and I'm expecting him to miss at least a week. Yeah. So maybe even more for Tyreek Hill. Who knows? <laughs> Goodness. Uh, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to our awards from this week. Our first award is going to be the Freaky Friday Award. Sometimes I really wish I could be somebody else. If you could switch a player in your rankings, who would it be? 
I wish I could switch Puka Nakua. I thought going against this 49ers defense, it would be worse. Um, I gave Puka almost no shot, but it went the other way. 20 targets, 15 receptions, 147 yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but still a top three wide receiver on the week. Um, I was definitely wrong for putting him outside of the top 30, even though I think I was the highest out of the three of us on him. Um, he's definitely going to be a top 20 wide receiver week in, week out, um, at least until Cooper Cup comes back and then we'll reevaluate. Yeah, he's almost like taking that Cooper Cup role in terms yeah. of like being the target magnet. I think he set the like NFL record for most either receptions or targets through two games. And it's that's wild. Um, you love to see it. Um, and he looks good. Like, it's just it's it's fun to see. Like, this is what the NFL can offer. Like, this is the good side of the NFL, like making big names out of nobody you've ever heard of before. And um, yeah, it's just fun. It's it'll be it'll be fun to see how he progresses. Um, this offense looks better than I think anybody was expecting. And Puka is a big, big part of that. Um, speaking of offenses that have the potential to be, to be big. Um, but they're kind of, I mean, they're, they're, they're starting off game slow, but, and then they're working their ways into, to end up having good performances. But my guy is Kirk cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. So Kirko, you know, he's not quite putting a smirko on my face quite yet, but he's in terms of, in terms of fantasy. Yeah. He's finished as a top 10, you know, quarterback in both weeks. I think this week he's like a top five quarterback for sure. Um, you know, he's scored. Um, he's had over 350 total yards in each of his games. He has six touchdowns over the two weeks. Yeah, he turns the ball over, which he needs to fix for sure. But and they again, they start slow and kind of put themselves in a little bit of a hole in these games, especially with those turnovers. But they he's looking good. And he is a reason why they are in these games. And so, like, I I had him outside the top 15, I think, this week. And I probably need to start putting him in the top 10 each week until he pro- until he proves otherwise. Um, so, yeah, Kirko. I I like him. You know, he's he's a great guy. So, yeah, he's Kirk Cousins. He's a my Cousins. guy for you. He's a my he guy. He is a my guy. And now winning an award already this early in the season. Keone's already given out awards. Exactly. You got to award for Kirk Cousins. All right. You got to you got to pay your guys. You got to make yeah. sure they're 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 good and compensated properly. I like it. I like it. All right, our next award. This is the player that made you yell damn at your TV. This is the damn award. Damn! All right. Um, And I got Terry McLaurin's touchdown catch. That catch was crazy and the double coverage in the end zone. I don't know how he held on to that ball, but um, I mean, Hal just threw a dagger and he's done it a couple of times. He's also, he's looked good. He's looked bad. Um, Sam Hal is a decent quarterback for fantasy. Actually, he's going to have to throw the ball a bunch. Um, I've been impressed with, with how he's played. Um, still I was yelling damn whenever Terry McLaurin caught that ball because that was not the best ball, but, uh, Terry McLaurin held on. So, yeah, I mean, I like Sam Hill, I think needs to, um, work on not throwing the, where he, his court, his receivers are going to get 
destroyed. Yeah, just lit refer, up. <laughs> refer to Logan Thomas for earlier. Yeah. Um, who hopefully he's okay, but he was on the field for a little bit. Um, but he got the touchdown. So, um, but yeah, McLaurin's looked really nice. Um, and and yeah. I mean, the toe injury, I thought was going to hold McLaurin back a little bit, but it really hasn't. Uh, no. Jahan Dodson still seems to be the target guy, but okay. he's not making any no. big plays. So. No, it's so it's, it's, I wouldn't, you know, it's one of those where it's like, ah, I'm a little shaky on Dotson, but don't, don't get rid of him. Like keep him yeah. where he's at for right now. Um, there was, I think there was a few this, this week. Um, you know, there was one in the same game as that with the last play and that Hail Mary, like, Oh yeah. You know, they actually got a Hail Mary. And it's like, I think we talked about like, what are the percentages of getting a Hail Mary? And it's just like, not, not high. So yeah. that's for sure. Um, but I would have to go with one that it frustrated me. So it's more, it's less of like a damn and more like a Ron Simmons. Damn. Mm-hmm. It was, there was, I think it was a punt return or a kickoff return. And the Ravens looked like they were going to run it back. And then like the kicker was the only man, like if the kicker is the only one ahead of you, that pretty much means you're good to go. And then the kicker was blocked. And then for whatever reason, the defender running the ball back went out of bounds. He could have just cut it in, you know, and probably had a like lane all the way to the end zone, but no, he went out of bounds and it's just like, what are you doing? Why at re- I like I really needed that defensive touchdown from the Ravens because they ended up with like three points and it would have been really nice. And it's just I've never seen anything like that. I mean, it could have been they could have like outside of the camera frame. There could have been a whole other team ready to, you know, face him. But the way the camera was the what it showed, it was like, oh, he's got a clear shot to the end zone. The kicker like the kicker has been blocked. You know, it's he's good. And then now he just goes out of bounds. It's like I don't know if he was gassed or anything, but like at least like crawl into the end zone or try. I don't know. It's it just, tired. yeah. I, I was just like, and then they gave up those two touchdowns later in the game that, you know, hurt the defense. And it's just like, I really wish we could have had a touchdown, but no. So that's why I went, I, that's what caused me to go. Damn. Yeah. There was a, there was a bunch of, of plays this week that, that Keenan Allen touchdown where he just made, did the mm. little sign to the guy afterwards. That was a fucking, Oh yeah. Dirty ass play. Um, Desmond Ritter running the ball into the end zone. Right. Putting his shoulder down and just going. And Josh Dobbs doing the same thing. He, he rushed the ball into the end zone. He put his shoulder into the dude, just ran through him. Um, yeah. yeah, there was, there was a bunch of really exciting plays. Good plays this week. For sure. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for our awards. Let's move on to the waiver wire. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, players who are 45% or less rostered. But real quick, Keone, is there anyone that you think people should be adding that's above 45% uh, rostered so they don't qualify for this segment? Yes, I have a few guys. Um, My first being Nico Collins, how Ian called it. He is 61.8% rostered. Um, He has 13 catches on the season, 20 targets um, for through the first two weeks. He's had at least 80 yards in each game and he caught a touchdown in week two. Um, he started with a top 24 wide receiver finish. I think he was number 24, but then looks like he's going to be a top 10 like wide receiver for week two with a stat line of seven catches, 146 yards and a touchdown. That's, that's some top tier numbers right there. So if he's available in your league, 
You know, um, I know it's the Texans offense, so it's a little it's a little scary. But CJ Stroud did did really well in week two. And there's a lot of mouths to feed um, in that offense, which I'll get into a little bit later. But yeah, Nico Collins being like the top guy. Okay. Um, Kyron Williams, the Rams running back 58.9% rostered. I mean, how is he not rostered already in all leagues? I don't know, but go get him if he's not cam Akers, Like we talked about was a healthy scratch. Williams carried the ball 14 times for 52 yards. He added six receptions on 10 targets for 48 yards. He scored a touchdown on the ground and a touchdown in the air. He's clearly the lead back on this offense. Um, all the work's going through him this season. So, um, yeah, like I said, if he's not rostered already, go go at him right now. Yeah, he's he looks he looks really good, too. And it's like a, clearly against a, a good defense in the 49ers as well. He had a great game. Yep. So it just it's great. Um, another two guys. I kind of like these guys are basically similar. So if you if you don't get one, you could probably get the other and it'll just be basically the same. It's uh, Zach Ertz and and Sam Laporta. Okay. So, so both around um, like 47.2 and 49.2% respectively, um, you know, both have about like 10 or so catches each. Both have been had like nine weeks or nine points in week one around 11 points in week two. Um, so neither have touchdowns, but I don't think that will go on forever. Um, you know, if they're, if they keep going kind of this way, I think that at some point each of them will find the end zone. Um, as their quarterbacks become more comfortable with them again, both, um, like Sam Laporta is new to that offense and Josh Dobbs is new to that offense as well. So it's some chemistry stuff, but if you have a tight end that you need, or if you're going to stream up for a week or what have you, I was going to say, I think there'll be good picks, um, you know, for, for, cause they, they've been pretty consistent so far. Yeah. I like it. Uh, old guy and a young guy. Mm -hmm. How we do it. Um, all right, so let's get into the actual waiver wire then. Who is someone 45% or less rostered that you would be adding this week? I think we both have the same number one. All right, go ahead. And, go ahead and okay, yeah, so it's uh, Zach Moss for the Indianapolis Colts. Again, running backs at this point in the season, you want to get them off the waiver wire because they're going to provide value through for you throughout the rest of the season, especially in that position that gets very thin as you go along. Um, wide receiver pass catchers like they they're like, I hate to say this, but they're a dime a dozen, you know, you'll find a guy, you know, in week 13 of fantasy to, to stream at from the waiver wire, but running backs, it's those guys stay there um, for, for a while. Um, If anything, for just a year, but still they're, they're on your team. Um, He had a hundred total yards. He caught all four of his catches, which is great. And he found the end zone in the second week. Um, And he didn't play in week one. He looked way better than Deion Jackson did, though. I can tell you that. And with Jonathan Taylor out for another two games, at least, um, he could be a really good pickup. And they face Baltimore next week and then the Rams. So that might just be aware of that when picking him up. But I think you can I think you can play him, especially if you have, um, you know, like somebody suspended or somebody injured or what have you. You need help. Um, to do something after two weeks. So Zach Moss, I think, can be a guy who can do that. Yeah, I also, like you said, I have Zach Moss, 29.5% roster. He was the only running back on the team to get a carry. Um, Carried it 18 times. 
like he, I mean, Keone nailed it on the head. Until Mr. Fitted Jonathan Taylor comes back, this is Zach Moss's backfield, and uh, things are going to go through him. Uh, the schedule is a little rough, so I don't know if you start him up right away, but uh, he definitely needs to be rostered. Uh, I'll go with my number two then. I got Josh Reynolds, 4.4% roster, Lions wide receiver. Back-to-back weeks, Josh Reynolds has been playable. Week one, he caught four balls for 80 yards. Um, that's more around where I expect him to finish on a weekly basis, but that's he still finished as wide receiver 30 in that week. Uh, week two, we saw what is closer to his ceiling probably, Um but again, he showed the capability and he scored touchdowns. He scored two touchdowns in week two on five catches, 66 yards. The Lions offense is a fun, fun offense to watch. It seems like it's going to be worth rostering a few of these players. Um, and if you want in on the hype, Josh Reynolds is an easy piece to get right now to get yourself in on that hype, give you something to root for because this Lions team is a lot of fun to watch. So give you something, give yourself something that, uh, that that rooting rooting interest for yourself, you know, um, in watching yeah. these games, um, and he might be able to slide into your flex. So, yeah, and I'm just, I would just say anybody but Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> um, so as I was kind of alluded to earlier, the wide receiver position um, throughout the season, but especially early, you get a lot of guys. Um, and like I had Josh Reynolds on my list as well. Um, but um, it's my second guy is Tutu Atwell. Mm. You know, another, um, another guy from the, the Rams and he is 30% rostered much like the lions. This offense looks, looks fun to watch again. And like, again, way different than it was last year. Matthew Stafford looks mobile. He looks fairly accurate, um, whether it's to the defender or his receiver, you know, he's making those passes. Um, They're getting caught, Uh, but he's averaged 6.5 catches per game. And he has 17 total targets on the season so far um, with eight and nine, I think. So they're evenly spread out, which is nice. Um, He's had over a hundred yards receiving in game one and got nearly 80 in week two. We, those are good numbers. Um, and he's been consistent over the first two weeks, over 15 fantasy points in each game. You know, as long as this offense is performing well, I think Atwell is a viable option out of the people not named, you know, Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua. Like there's just multiple, multiple options on each of these teams. And I love the consistency um, as a wide receiver. Cause it's, so it's not up and down or whatever. Like there's a, there's a reason to roster him. I like it. I like uh, Tutu. Um, I also want to throw out Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. Uh, Gus Edwards is 31.9% roster. Justice Hill, 29.6% roster. I went over those guys, those names last week. Um, there's guys that just have opportunities. Hill had 11 carries through receptions for 53 yards. Edwards carried the ball 10 times for 62 yards. He's the one that scored the touchdown this week. Uh, both players finished around the running back 24. So both of them are playable. Um, that's kind of the problem is both of them could be fantasy relevant, but because both of them are, people are trying to stay away and scared of them. Um, but if both are playable, then you just pick one up and you play them. Uh, I don't know how else to yeah. say it. Um, if you need running back depth, especially if if you have some guys that are banged up, then go add one of these guys. And maybe you don't play them every week, but 
having that depth on your on your roster is going to help as the season goes along because both of these guys are leads in like 1A, 1B in this Ravens backfield. And that's that's something worth rostering. Exactly. Um, so my third guy on my list um, is another wide receiver. <laughs> it's Robert Woods, who is 6.2% rostered. I know it's, but again, it comes down to the consistency. And I have him behind two to Atwell just because I think I like the Rams offense better than the Texans offense. I agree with it. Yeah. It's just, you know, we've, we know the, who the Texans are and it's like, they've, they've been doing all right. Um, they did much better in week two, but um, he is clearly a wide receiver too behind Nico Collins. Um, but that's fine. He has, again, he's been consistent. He's had six catches in both games and an average of 9.5 targets per game. We like to see those numbers. He hasn't found the end zone, but, that, but again, he's had an average of 65 yards in each game. Um, it seems like a high, it seems like a, a, like a pretty high floor guy, you know, through these two weeks and he can be a solid flex option depending, you know, um, so far. So if you need those points to win your matchups, like you're not sure who to play at flex or, you know, your bench isn't doing great and you, you know, you can rely on your, your studs. You're going to play those guys, but these are the guys that also you need to win your matchups because they'll give you that floor of 10 around 10 points. And sometimes that's the difference. You know, those that makes a huge, huge impact on your on a team. So I love the consistency. Um, and, you know, next week we'll provide more of it, more answers. But for so far, um, we'll try to give you guys, you know, that provide consistent numbers. All right. I like it. Uh, is there anyone that you are dropping? I got a yes. couple of guys. Um, mine is related to Kyron Williams. You can drop Cam Akers. I think he's 88.1% rostered. Didn't even play in week two. Um, it's, it's concerning that like, he doesn't know the reason why. And so the team clearly, I think is like moving past him, um, in some way, shape or form. And also he had 22 carries for 29 yards in week one. That's not a good performance. Like you're not doing a lot with the ball. And I think Kyron Williams clearly took, charge of this backfield in week two and i think you know he gained the job if it for sure in in this week so um yeah that's why i say cam Akers. he's too he's too much rostered to still be on teams the way he's performing yeah um the only reason i don't want to drop cam Akers, which if if you want to go pick up one of the other guys that we named earlier and all you have is to drop K makers, go ahead and do it. But if K makers gets traded, he's still somewhat uh, capable. Um, if he gets in, onto a different roster, maybe sure he pops off, but um, that's only if you can hold on to him. Um, someone I'm dropping Zach Charbonnet, 50.1% rostered. This is Kenneth Walker's backfield. Uh, Walker carried the ball 17 times to Charbonnet's four. I mean, that's more than what he got in week one, which he carried the ball three times. So one more in week two. So if he keeps going that way, then, you know, (laughs) sky's the limit. But I just don't see it happening for him. Um, Walker is the goal line back. He's the pass catching down back. Unless you're holding on to Charbonnet as the backup to Walker in case there's an injury, I don't think you need him on your team. Yeah. Um, Another guy that I'm dropping, Antonio Gibson. 
that might sound a little bit crazy. Finished as a top 24 back this week, but he carried the ball twice for nine yards. He caught three passes for 44 yards. Uh, one pass went for 36 of those, though. Um, and it came in the fourth quarter. I, I just don't think he's worth rostering. He's not a running back that you want. It's clearly Brian Robinson, the guy that you want here. Clearly Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think he's worth saving. Like, you're never going to play Antonio Gibson, so go ahead and just get him off your roster. He's just going going to clog your bench so just go ahead and get rid of him exactly and yeah like brian robinson had that nice touchdown like to have to make them go ahead yeah Yeah. so yeah he's 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 really good (laughs) yeah 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 i like brian robinson a lot Mm -hmm. um ian producer ian do you have anyone that you're adding on the waiver wire this week uh well since i have saquon i'm keeping an eye out and adding matt Breida if uh, Mm. saquon's out that's a good Um, name right there and he's only one percent, one point one percent rostered. Um, so I actually have a question for you guys. If you guys can help me answer this, okay. I have number one in the pri- priority waiver. So should I put my request in for Brita or Nico Collins? I'm putting both in, but you know which one should I use? Which one should I guarantee to get? I think it depends on what you kind of need on your on your team. I need a like, wide receiver, but if Saquon goes down, I I need. I, yeah. I need a, a fill in for that. I think I would go Zach Moss um, if he's available. <laughs> he's not. Um, oh. oh man! And you need a running back. I I guess you yeah. go Brita because you if you really need that running back. I I do have Khalil Herbert and Mattinson, but both of them are underperforming so far. Mm. So. Uh, I would I would go Nico Collins and hope one of them performs though. Still, right. I don't think Matt Breed is that good. Neither and do I. This, this Giants offense is not that good, and the offensive line looks trash. Um, without Saquon there, I really having zero to little, zero to zero faith in them. <laughs> like literally none. So um, zero to zero faith. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> zero to zero. Uh, so if it were me, and I had, I was just stressing about Alexander Madison um, not performing. Then I would. I'm sticking with Madison and and going for Nico Collins. All right, fair. That's kind of what I have yeah. right now. Also, another thing I kind of called the Giants' all line is trash. Yeah, like, and they is. continued to be trash. Yep. So it was all Daniel Jones or all Saquon making those plays. So, yeah. Um, someone who's probably not uh, out in your leagues, but I he's suspended for the first three games, and so he's only out one more game. Alvin Kamara. Um, maybe you're in a shallow league or in the, something happened and he just slipped through everyone's vision, but go ahead and go check it, check it out. Mm. See if he's out there because whenever he comes back, that's going to be his backfield mm-hmm. uh, and we'll see what happens in, in the Monday night game. We're recording this before that. Um, but I expect Alvin Kamara to, to have a big season. Once he comes yeah. Maybe back. throw some trade feelers out there. Why not? Yep. Cause he's going to pay dividends for your team. Agreed. All right. That'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Go ahead and head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. You guys can get all of our content there. Um, follow us on social media at FF Daydreamers on all social media. Uh, again, like I said, off the top of the so- show, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. We go live every Sunday and Wednesday nights uh, recording these podcasts. So if you want early access to them or, or you guys want 
to ask us questions like producer Ian slip that question in at the end. Uh, you guys can throw those up in the chat and we'll answer those questions. So go ahead and follow us there and click that notification bell. Tell your friends where you're getting the best fantasy advice and stay dreaming. Oh, indeed. Yes. Stay dreaming. Like, Oh my goodness. 